Hey guys, it's Tati. Welcome back to Worldviews Podcast. Today we're doing, uh, you know, we're diving deep into some hot topics today. I don't want to call them hot topics. Just some things that were, you know, basically on everybody's feed, either Twitter. Um, I, I This was on my home feed to be real with you on YouTube. I, I'd be on YouTube most of the time, all day. Like I just like YouTube as a platform. Um, but Kanye just showed up as like headline news on there, like just in the trending area. He was on CNBC television talking about like pulling out of his deal from Gap. And we're going to get into that. And uh, also like some news of like backlash uh, for Halle Bailey. Well, not really for her, but just the Little Mermaid movie that's coming out, coming out in 2023 from Disney starring a black woman um, playing Ariel. So I wonder I, we're going to talk a little bit more later on. But let's get into some of the things I want to get into today. Random start off is something from Apple Music. I really do love Ebro in the morning um, from, I think it's Hot 97. I think. I may be wrong. Um, but I really do enjoy his content and just him as like a, I don't know, a host. So we're going to like hear him in the desk to talk about like some Nicki Minaj. Um, Nicki Minaj has been in, in and also the news a lot too. I just haven't talked about her too much just because I don't really care about the issues with the beef with the music and the girls and Y'all need to just be scrapped and first, like, don't, don't be doing all that. You get a feature, you don't, you get a collaboration, Nikki, or you don't, don't be upset. Um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Because she has put out some things and it's kind of like recycling old music. I don't know how I feel about it. Let me know what you feel about it. Repackaging old music, recycling it, sending it out to platforms, I don't know. Are you doing it like Lo said, just to be lazy because you think that's the easy way out? There's so many talented producers out here. Like, can't you come up with some original beats yeah. instead of a lazy sample? Listen, it's the Rap Life Review. Make sure you download the uh, Rap Life playlist too on Apple. That would be very, very nice. That way, when new music pops up, you get it right away. Shout out to all the barbs that support Rap Life. You know what I'm saying? And always get at me. <laughs> all on the barbs. All the barbs that support Rap Life. life. We of course. The love. All right, new music this week. You got the Nav album. NBA Young Boy, Nicki Minaj, Queen, Queen Remix. What is with this? With Bia JT, Katie Got Bands. Uh, who else on here? Malibu Mitch from the Bronx, Akbar V. Uh, did you guys listen to it? The Barbs were very happy. I think it's dope to see Nicki, uh, you know, working with some younger chicks, even though I believe Nicki mm -hmm. said on her Instagram, those were the people who bigged her up for getting number one. So she was like, I'm going to put y'all on the song. It's mm -hmm. the remix. Dang. I need to check it out. I haven't, cool. I haven't heard it. I don't know if you guys heard the song already. It's nice. I know Lo clearly wasn't feeling the original that much because of the sample we said, yeah, or yeah. just in general, cool. right? Yeah. But no, 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 it's cool. I think it's nice that she has multiple female artists on it. And of course, like, you know, there's a few uh, female artists that I think we're thinking of right now when we think of like the top, the top. It's nice to see her put on other artists who are still Robin like North. making their way up. It's really Yo, dope. Yo, barring it up on yeah. there. Like whether, I think whether or not you like, because a lot of people have a problem with the beat because it's considered so pop, right? Like it's such a pop thing. I did not I listen. I could barely get through the, the song. The way they, the way they rhyme like, on the record and some of the, just some of the pockets and flows. The flows are I amazing. I think that's something to pay attention to, even if you're not I, into the I didn't, the didn't hear the whole first, the before the remix, I didn't hear the whole song itself. Yeah, I think everybody I couldn't get through this. I mean, my question about these samples, right? Obviously, in rap, there's a lot of uh, samples, 60s, 70s, 80s, but do we feel like 
20 years from now, 30 years from now, are people going to be sampling beats that are created now or just continue going further back? It's funny that making original beats that we want to sample. It'll be a mix of both. I know, it's, it's funny that you brought that up because me and my boy Kyle was talking about this last night and we were just listening to some records like uh, the Diddy and Kodak joint. I mean, uh, King Kong and, and Kodak. I thought that was a lazy sample. It's like a mm -hmm. lot of records are just blatantly taking like the hooks the same tempo, the actual beat, and just like is sampling lazy, adding like an extra snare, or is it? Kick. I'm like these samples are creative. Not fun. Just like I don't really, know. Like, really blatantly just people, out there. And that's a lot of sampling has been going on a lot. The like, Nicki Minaj recently. joint, like I understand it's a big record, and you know people gravitate to it because it's her. Mm -hmm. But if I listen just to the production, I'm like this is lazy. This is easy. I think a what you're saying is correct. Um, and as somebody like yourself who's into sampling, you're listening to the record for what did you do interesting with the music? Right. right? Like, did you chop it? Did you flip it? Versus, did you like, like, even versus when you go back to think of some of the most famous records of all time, mm -hmm. they didn't do much to it. They just hit a loop. You know what I'm saying? But because it was the first time you heard it, right. you were like, oh, this is fire. Right, right. But I think the reason it happens that way is. Remember the the looping and the sampling is a is a way to bring instant familiarity to the audience, right? Mm -hmm. Because you take something that people already know and you put something new on top of it, and They're then they fall in love with them more. Have fun too. No, I yeah, it's not like original, are like but really into production or yeah. are it gets you, it gets the audience moving. Way, at like, least. Well, we already got this one time. Look, like, there's, man, there's layers to what Nicki did, not understand it, but then there's just the fact that I didn't even know she sampled something. Yeah, and again, not not Nicki, and it's not Nicki in general. This is like. There's a lot of records that I'm like, yeah, but, Sometimes yeah. it's overdone and I start to wonder at some point when you're going in the studio, are you doing it like Lo said, just to be lazy because you think that's the easy way out? There's so oh, many she samples a Rick here, James like, on the new single. Instead of a lazy sample. Listen. Just mm. takes the excitement out of it. I think like uh, a few weeks ago I was listening, some random radio station, a song came on and I was like, wow, a little piece of this sounds familiar. And I realized it was from like a Dr. Dre beat. And it's like such a small part of the song that I'm like, how did he possibly hear this and decide to flip this sample into that record? That to me is amazing. That's, that's the shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, where is like, that? Where how? is that? How where did you that? come yeah, up with that? Where is that part from? Instead of just hearing the whole just, Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, oh, okay, it's getting that. a bit overdone. Do you know, Apple started podcasts. You know why? Why are you pointing at me? Because they, there was an iPod and you could make a little broadcast on the iPod and it became uh, the podcast. podcast yep. And it will populate into your iPod if you subscribe. Yeah. So everything is a podcast or it's a docu-series. Like yeah, I have yet to hear this whole song. But I might check it, like, make make my way back to it to hear what it sounds like. Yeah, this is like the last um the last live I talked about Megan talking to like um Hillary Clinton and things like that. Like just you're gonna see a little clip of this because I didn't even know where it was from. I saw it on Twitter and I was mad confused. So here at least they're gonna talk about this. I saw them talk to Kim Kardashian and had like a quiz between Kim Kardashian and Hillary Clinton. And then yeah, I saw like, this what is Stallion one where they were having a sip and paint. Mm, should we check it out? Should we watch the clip? Absolutely. Yes. I, like what it was. I need to see this and clip. I need to see what this is about. Rap music she has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the 
Cardi B. Wow. So, soon as she sent me the song, this is just I, so, I sent it back to her like the next day. Why? And it was like, just so why exciting. did someone think this was needed? So but it's like, it feels comical, no but it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be serious. How they gonna have sex with you. you take it serious. So I was like, well, <laughs> I could do that, and it's gonna sound fire coming from a woman. It's great to see women be so kind of. You had to say, his seems so confident in what this music she has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the Cardi B WAP. As soon as she sent me the song. The Cardi B WAP like is when she and she got a so awareness exciting. of her. The men, they seem so confident in what they're saying and they don't have no problem with talking about their sexuality and how they gonna have sex with you. So I was like, well, <laughs> I could do that and it's gonna sound fire coming from a woman. It's great to see women be so kind of fierce. That is my I don't know. life's mission. <laughs> to make sure that I'm always unapologetically me. Anything Facts. that jumps out to you in this, That's I mean, uh, wep, wep, wep. riveting convo. Wep. I mean, I think the idea for the whole docu-series is pretty cool. Um, okay. It's cool that Megan is on there. It's never in a million years would I expect to hear Hillary Clinton giving her thoughts on WEP, as she says. As yeah, she um, literally. Did she give thoughts or did she just say, like, Why? That's why I, that's I heard I you. Yeah, discovered. Yeah. I don't know. That's if my first sighting. Like, like, I like thoughts. this bar. I really like she how you talked about. She didn't do a bar by bar breakdown, but she did say that she thought it was, you know, like the series title. It was gutsy. You know, okay. that she could be so liberated and say whatever she wants, both yeah. her and Cardi, even though obviously a lot of people uh, felt a way about it. I do wish, though, there was just, like, a live reaction. Can you imagine? I feel like a lot of women, though, are yeah. being like, like, very gutsy about talking like, about their sexuality on a lot of their... Yeah. If they're rappers, a lot of them talk about sexuality. Like, See, a lot. It's not just y'all shooting gutsy. Nice. Now you know what to do. It's when Nadeska and Lowe said, right? they just improved your program. Uh, do either of you care about the DJ, DJ Khaled drama uh, versus, drama I've heard a little bit about this issue, these issues, but we, I'm like, uh, I've been why are we comparing what's going on? I've been debating on Twitter about what that would look like because their catalogs weigh heavy in two, different, doing ca a two different categories, is right? The, so going, you look at question? Drama's catalog in regards to the Gangsta Girls mixtape series hmm. and how many, you know, people he's put on or put in front of us um, and those tapes and what they've done just for those careers, like a Jeezy, a Tip. Gucci, uh, Wayne, uh, a listen, lot, a lot, right? But then you look even at even the Tyler, the Creator the Tyler, album, right? Like which is a gang, that technically that, a gangster grill that rejuvenated the Gangsta Grill series, so it got people intrigued and won a Grammy. Won a Grammy. So then you look at Khaled, who's had what thirteen albums, uh, countless number one hits, countless anthems, countless summer anthems, and you, how do you weigh it, right? Because when you look at the street hits from Drama, it's just like no one could compete with that. You know, I look at maybe him and Clue doing something. I think this is a perfect example of the verses, of verses between drama and Cali. Mm. This is a perfect Why example that we... will come down to what takes mm. place on that stage okay. that night. If I don't even know if DJ Drama like has said, the Cali collaborations. Has drama has these cultural classics. Yeah, and yeah it's hits, different right? collaborations. And he's got even... Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. Yes. And he's got Jack uh, like I said, Tyler the Creator, and he's got Jack Harlow. Okay, right? Tyler, Tyler the Creator. Right? He has a lot of people um, in this corner. Okay, so never mind. Never mind. He got, the, he got some heavy hitters in this corner. Because DJ Khaled has like Drake, all the other people. Ross Records and Lil Wayne them together that were like super smashing. Not fair. So not that Maybe not spectacle would actually be, like you said, how do we evaluate it? Yeah. You evaluate it in the moment by how both DJs curate their set. Of the and, but then you got to look at, like, you look at Drama's catalog in regards to just, like, Jeezy and Wayne. Like, a lot of those big records were freestyles over other people's beats, right? So then, you know, Khaled's records are actually official songs. So, like, mm. how are we measuring what's better, 
what had more impact. And that's why I go to the what happens in the spectacle. Right. It's because that that's going to be up for debate. Yeah. But what's not going to be up for debate is two DJs who are how also you present, producers. How you're presenting. How they put their <laughs> together. I don't, you know, and I, I, I like that drama has, like, continuously invited Khaled to, like, you know, for smoke and all this other <laughs> But I don't think Khaled is up for that kind of, like, no, rah-rah. I just think he's... I think he thinks he's above complete. all that. Yeah. Like, I think on the drink tips he said that. You <laughs> God know, did. You know, but it's just like like he yeah, yeah he, he said he, no but no he came up, right? no DJ can go toe to toe with him. On the, space like this in like yeah, twenty yeah. in like twenty years. But I think this would be fun to watch him compete to do all with somebody he and just, him no actually have to test his ability. I think for the culture for sure. I think. But DJs would do this back in the day. They would like literally be in the clubs. No, no, going head to head, spinning records. Seeing who like could do it best. Competing. So I mean, I think this is like it's Being like nostalgia. You call yourself number one every time out the gate. You call yourself number one every time you open your mouth, and then someone says, "Well, I'm number one," and they're testing you, and you go mouse quiet. I so mean, are you number one? It's questionable. So we'll see. So yeah, I'm, I would like to see that battle. Um, Jada Kiss, Cameron, and Mace going on tour together. Did not expect to see mm. this coming in. That wasn't on my bingo card for 2022. Right. I think we're done. I just woke up one day and I said, I don't need to know about that. Maybe it's some, maybe it's cool, one of those things I where guess. one of these parties doesn't even know this is actually being promoted. You oh, know, you we've think seen so? that before. I hope like, that's not the case. One didn't know the other, they'd be like, wait, what? I'm doing what? It would be Cam who didn't know, right? <laughs> Probably more than likely, but I mean, what they yeah. made up just a few weeks ago, so maybe they thought that. I mean, that, for that's, the fans, a, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah. That's a very quick turnaround. I guess whatever issues they had were resolved before. Let's get um, right into up, what Kanye is like, well, had to say on CNBC television. I think it was live. I assume it was live uh, interview. Um, why is it getting so much? Like, why is it getting like national news? Like clear, like not clearance, but like views from there. Kanye West now does like, yay. You know, just getting on national news for what purpose? I don't know. I just, I guess it's, I, it has to do with stocks. It might lessen. I don't know. We'll see. Getting his deal with the retailer for failing to meet like, obligations. Just to hear side of the story. Including I don't know. Product distribution. You can just leave and be out. Like, it don't got to be a big story like this. But here we got are. A surprise guest for you is Yay himself. It's good to see you. Thank you for for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So talk to us about what happened here. Why are you terminating this deal with Gap? Um, well, it was always a dream of mine to be at the Gap and to, used to work uh, for the Gap. bring <laughs> the best product possible now it's like, to the masses. And I always talk to them. It didn't work out the first doing, time. Uh, it's not going to work out in business now all these years like later. The best product in the they world. It's, on, uh, it's no different. Designed I don't think. at the same level. Same treatment. It's not going to be different because you're in a different world, caliber at now. Twenty dollars for the people, and so we went through three years. And you know, obviously, there's always like struggles and back and forth when you're trying to build something new and integrate teams. Uh, so we designed a, um, we designed an entire collection, and uh, actually, uh, I wasn't able to set the actual price uh, that I wanted for this collection. And then they actually took one of the shirts and sold it for $19. So, so didn't price my stuff, priced my stuff at like 200 and mm. above their whole price point normally. And then did the exact shirt for, uh, for $20. Also, they did pop-ups and 
uh, I signed on with them because they had, uh, in the contract, they said they were going to do stores, and they just ignored us about. There was a lot of pop-ups. Um, obviously, the ones with the, like the trash bins, people dressed in Easy had, Gap put, attire. You know, all of my top relationships. We're gonna I see. I, I wanted to get one of the the the, the Dove uh, black sweaters. It just it matches my aesthetic so much. I really do appreciate. Like I liked it. Like visually, it was appealing, but. Um, um, we're gonna get to see like we're gonna see another video like some reviewing the product see if it was actually worth it Balenciaga, which if is the collaboration the was good because he, he wanted to lower the prices and, yeah. the gap wanted to raise the prices up, he know, wanted to make it more affordable uh, collection for me they was not having like it, so. things colorways that I didn't approve. There's a lot of places that the product went to certain sites where they just, it was like they were just dog, dog and pony and the idea around town. And sometimes I would talk to the guys, the heads up, the leaders, and it would just be like I was on mute or something. Mm. And they totally, our, our agenda, it wasn't aligned. And I know, you know, my family, we're, we're Garmentos, you know, my, my family, we, we made the first Louis Vuitton, uh, bootleg jogging suits and they used to confiscate the bags at LAX. That's actually literally my family that would cut up uh, cut up those bags and make jogging suits. We literally would make cross colors. Yeah, you, you know, this is a, because people always think of things like a celebrity. This kind of, I, I wouldn't have been so uh, influential in uh, clothing language. I like that, but I like the word language better than aesthetic. Because uh, the language is a base, aesthetic is just a, a style. It's a language that me and Virgil and Demna and Jerry Lorenzo and Matt Williams brought in streetwear in this like Mark Echoes complex uh, idea of what it is today, what what high schools look like today. And everyone knows that you know I'm the, I'm the leader, I'm the king, right? So uh, uh, a king can't live in someone else's castle. A king has to make his own castle. <laughs> That was that. That was his word, at least. Oh, yeah. And there was this, like, video that I wanted to see, too. I'm not I'm happy this just goes in the queue, because I was like, what is about to play? It's not. Kanye is done. It's not enough. Well, what you do you mean by this? give me the position today. So, about a couple of weeks ago. Wait, is this the one I want to see? Because I'm confused. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It clearly shows the divide between the two parties. So today we find out that Ye's legal team has actually filed a motion to terminate the contract between Yeezy and Gap. And honestly, it feels like just about a week ago that Ye made the announcement of the 10-year partnership. Yeah, he's all hype about it. Gap stocks were soaring. Fans were excited. So what happened? Where did things go wrong? That's what I'm confused easy. about. That's what I wanted to figure yeah. out. Like, what is the issue behind all this? Like, he was so all excited Kanye looking at me. All been June red. 26, he looked like, he looked like he was living his best life. Best day he ever enjoyed it. By tweeting out, Yeezy Gap begins now. This is a complete he was like, oh, this is moment, about to be a forever being partnership. Kanye really, went like, from a team and now working he's like, for the nah, Gap to actually partnering Different. with the corporation. Very, uh, so of course, in celebration, the Chicago Gap Store paints a Yeezy Gap logo on the building, as well as a handwritten message from Ye. But not everybody was excited about the collab. 
Retail veteran and former Gap CEO Mickey Drexler said he warned Kanye West not to go into partnership with Gap. Drexler, who was CEO of Gap between 1992 and 2002, said in an interview with Yahoo. Sorry, <laughs> who financed that he didn't think the partnership between West and Gap would benefit either party. I told him he shouldn't do the deal because it doesn't make any sense in my opinion, Drexler said, recalling an earlier conversation with West. It doesn't work for someone like Kanye. He's not a corporate person and Gap is a big corporation. So we got the first round of Yeezy Gap items in 2021 with the Yeezy Gap round jacket which yep, released the black pre-order the red the blue did y'all like this design did y'all fuck with this design or was it like colorways. a patch and later that you. year we got hoodies which dropped in an array of colors and fans nicknamed these the perfect hoodie so by the end of yeezy gap year one we had hoodies and a jacket but fans wanted more. Hmm. So 2022 rolls around this and they now <laughs> announced Yeezy Gap, engineered by hmm. Balenciaga. A complete collection which includes hoodies, jackets, I just like the Dove logo on the pants, back. That's as well as I just love that. In so July I just need one, of 2022, they announced that Yeezy Gap, engineered by Balenciaga, would be coming somehow, to select Gap retailers across the country. Fans responded by lining up for the grand opening at the Gap store in Times Square. This turned out to be a success as Gap hadn't had this much foot traffic at any of their retailers in years. So it seems as though things are on the up between the two parties. Having Easy Gap in store is major for fans. Not only do they get to try on and touch the garments, but they also get a unique and memorable shopping experience. But after Gap's financial reports are stating that stocks are down, I can't help but think of the words by former Gap when he said that Kanye is not a corporate person and Gap is a big corporation. So today we find out that Kanye West is terminating his contract between his company Yeezy and Gap. The move comes after Gap failed to meet its obligations in the company's agreement, including distributing Yeezy products in its stores by the second half of 2021 and creating dedicated Yeezy Gap stores. Yeezy notified Gap of its concerns in August and gave the company a contractually designated 30 days to cure its breaches. And apparently, Gap has took no action on the concerns. I made the company money. The company yeah. made me money. Mm. We created ideas that will change apparel forever. Mm. Like the round jacket, the foam runner, the slides have changed the shoe industry. Now it's time for Ye to make the new industry. No more companies standing in between me and the audience, he told Bloomberg. So it looks like Yeah, Ye I saw a Bloomberg and it article, but I was Cap like was unable to contractually fulfill their hmm. end of the obligation. But some would also I didn't argue check it. I didn't read the, the whole easy oh, gap okay. engineered by Balenciaga collection strayed away from the vision of the original Yeezy Gap. So let me know what you guys think about the topic. One thing I can all his always say in the back. I'm always What's your favorite Yeezy shoe? Over the corporation. I need, I need so one of the phone runners. Everybody I, need, I need a couple of these on. Except for these. I don't like these. These are too bulky. Uh -uh. This though. This though looks nice. Love. 
caboose. I don't really want no more. <sighs> the sales photos are going to go crazy. I feel like. Let me know what you think of that. Um, yeah. Well, this is disappointing. Yeezy X Gap. I wanted to see what someone may have like received, like how they received the product itself. Product review, you know, product review of of the sweater because I can't. It's maybe it's my it's me visualizing it and so manifesting it by watching it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this. It's gonna it's gonna come to me in my reality. Let's see how. So last time we took a look at the t-shirts from the Yeezy Balenciaga collaboration, and I actually really liked the no seam t-shirt. That's the one that was kind of cropped a little bit. It was also double layered, so it felt super heavy. But the three-quarter sleeve t-shirt, I mean, I was literally swimming in it. It was huge, and I think a lot of other people also found the same thing. It was just too big. But what about the hoodie? Well, that's what we're gonna find out today. I'm gonna go over everything from sizing, quality, the fit. I mean, I'm pretty excited because this hoodie is like handles all shipping when it comes to anything easy yeah biggest addition to rip just click the link in the description when we're paying for that balenciaga name is the materials better is it anything how much hard? is the sweater though either way some addition at retail well first of all this comes in the exact same color as the t-shirts kind of a faded black you have all of these fading marks almost like it was stonewashed or something you also get the only was that expensive the chest. you can see i it thought it wasn't in a black print, it was so it kind of blends into the hoodie in terms of branding around I mean, it was like six, it started at 60 with that chest logo or but now it's 150 and up here is around know. the back of the neck so Maybe this is the size tag area and obviously this has the Yeezy still being sold on around the back right get now. To my favorite thing so. which is the dove print this huge right. dove print i think looks That's super how super sick not only the like, fact it just that looks it's really just nice. a nice it's dove, just pretty just contrasting the black like of it. this hoodie but also just the print in general it's kind of all cracked and faded so it looks really really cool and has a really interesting texture to it as well so the general styling of this hoodie well it gets quite interesting because as you would imagine with yeezy and balenciaga involved this is not your normal run of the mill hoodie. so some of the most different things i think obviously is just the general look it all sold out unfortunately something else which i thought is something i've never actually seen on a hoodie is all of the got the boots on the model aesthetics is going crazy presentations i like the hat the hat's cute too it's really the dove for me it's just it's really the dove for me wow i i, I did something <laughs> anyways looks too great when it just hangs over your hand obviously that understitched hemming is nah, something you, you just around the kind of nah, it looks cute bottom of the i don't know you complaining too much i don't like that <laughs> I like the fit. The fit's fine. The fit looks comfy. But if you're saying it's uncomfortable. It is all just kind of tucked in. So again, it just has that appearance of just hanging off of your body and just super oversized. One of my favorite style accents, which I think does look really, really good, is just the hood area. As you can see, this kind of extends up and kind of hangs around your neck Thicker nice o. and close, which I think is adorable. I... We're gonna also jump into uh, DDG's reaction to the Little Mermaid. Um, we saw a little bit of like what the the sweater looks like, and I've already been sold. I, I want to buy one. I want to get one. Um, yeah, but anyways, DDG reacts to Little Mermaid. There's been a lot of backlash recently. I want to get also into like the whole controversy behind her being the lead in this Little Mermaid movie. 
just for a little bit and just like diving deep into the issues at hand that we still are dealing with to this day for people to really be upset that Hallie is a little mermaid, like a fictional character from Disney. <sighs> like, incredible. It's crazy. And he just be riding for her. I love him. Like, love for their relationship. It's cute. Yeah, the trail. How do you even feel some shit like that? <laughs> like, I don't, this shit be tripping me out. The, Cause the how do you teaser trailer shoot something like this. Like, even really if you got a so green far. screen, just the CGI, or whatever, it don't even look on, bad bro. like that. That's what I be trying to tell you. I remember I told y'all that story about like a, a true story when I be saying like I be dropping her off at the Pacific Ocean all the time, bro. All the time, I do it. Cause all she the really time. the Little Mermaid, yes, as you should. Look, right here, this is where I caught chills through my body. I'm not going to lie. I almost shed a tear when she put her hands right there and she moved around. I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? This is crazy. Look at her. She in the cut right there. You ain't even see her in the cut. See, I'm catching the shit y'all didn't see. Look at that. See, last one I Okay, Shit. we're gonna watch it by ourselves because he's just chatting. He's chatting heavy. And I didn't realize he was gonna do that. But I think I put it in here. If I didn't, I'm just gonna answer it. Well, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna see here. And the reactions of the kids. I don't know if you've seen the trailer already. If you haven't by now, you should have. Like, it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. I'm excited for the movie. I'm excited for another black princess. Um, yeah, I just I'm really I'm really excited for this one. And then we need I don't know, we need a whole different one. We need a couple of them. The new trailer for The Little Mermaid is generating extraordinary reaction, especially among black girls. She's black! Oh, that's a black woman. She's like me. Many of them are mesmerized watching a cherished fairy tale character who looks just like them. 22-year-old actress Halle Bailey stars as Ariel in Disney's new live-action film, and she looks nothing like the animated Little Mermaid with red hair from the original 1989 classic. Parents have been posting these charming videos to social media, many saying how important it is that their daughters. I was about to say she's singing better than the last on the one, though. Do you hear this? Do you hear the note she's hitting? A million people have viewed the sneak peek, but apparently not everyone is happy to see a black Little Mermaid. Hard to believe. They knew this was coming, but they still was like, I'm triggered. I don't like this. On YouTube. Then there are the ugly, racist tweets. The Truthfully. Little Mermaid is white, not black. What people have to understand is that this is a beautiful opportunity for young people to see themselves in a situation and in a way in which they have not before. Hallie Bailey says she's not focusing on the hate. I'm so grateful As she should for what not. For all I'm happy that she already could have boys and girls she prepared herself for the hate, the hate. backlash, because she knew. Like, and all she has to do is look at the excitement of the little girls right. embracing. This is what is we're doing it for. This is the, this is what matters. Look at they're all so happy and pretty, like adorable. 
happy to see them still being represented and just representation does matter so i'm really happy for hallie for like being that representation being that for the little girls everywhere um yeah those are the things i wanted to talk about today i don't know if there's anything else i wanted to see i watched this earlier joe Biden talked a little bit about pnd rock and the whole girlfriend situation and we talked about that a little bit the other day with kamikaze um i don't know if i want to rehash it i think i'm good uh yeah so pretty short live today but i think i'm gonna head out unless anybody has anything else they want me to see i think i'm good i think i'm on it i don't think i have anything to say anyways um Gonna have an Ari Lennox reaction out soon, probably this weekend or probably tomorrow, one or the other. And you'll be able to see that and see the official reaction, initial reactions of the album. I'm really excited because yesterday we saw a little bit of the um, interviews of her going around and talking about the album and how it came together. I'm really excited to hear like her put it down now. So we'll see that out. You'll see that soon. And, um, yeah, watch out for any other new podcasts, live streams, and other content coming from this channel. I will see you guys in the next live stream, the next podcast, any other content. Like I said, subscribe down below, hit the notification bell to be notified of any new podcasts or any other things. Like I always say, like I literally don't know what I put on this channel. Sometimes I put um, just a variety of different kinds of content on here. So got to name them all. Yeah. And yeah, so I'll see you guys. Love you guys. Blast off.